We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often an hour's. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one day rule on its head and offer back to back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code datable and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. The Dateable Podcast is an insider's look into modern dating that the Huffington Post calls one of the top 10 podcasts about love and sex. On each episode, we'll talk to real daters about everything from sex parties to sex droughts, date fails to diaper fetishes, and first moves to first loves. I'm your host, Yue Xu, former dating coach turned dating sociologist. You'll also hear from my co-host and producer, Julie Krafchick, as we explore this crazy dateable world. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dateable, a show all about modern dating. We've said this many times already. We're not just about dating stories. We don't just scratch the surface. We go deep and we talk about the whys, why people do the things they do. Why is that? There's so many things that people do when it comes to dating. (laughs) There's so many whys I have for myself. Like, why am I wearing a hat for the second week in a row? Because my hair is so unruly at this point. I've just given up. This is is sporting my look. It is so hot out still. I feel like in Northern California, we're just not used to this, which I mean, I'm sure everyone that either lives here or hasn't has probably seen in the news that we're amidst now wildfire. So add another thing to 2020 here. So (laughs) as I drink my boba, because we're recording this on a Friday, and if you've listened to other episodes, 
It's Boba Friday. <laughs> it's very, very important <laughs> for me. So I, at least I'm religiously drinking my boba. But the fires are getting so bad. And my boyfriend and I, we are trying to celebrate our two-year anniversary next week. So we booked a week in San Luis Obispo, slow, never been there, heard it's beautiful. And now they're being impacted by the Santa Cruz mm-hmm. fires. And the AQI is so bad over there. It's over 200. So it's actually worse in San Francisco. So we're trying to figure out if we should go or not and if we can get a refund from Airbnb. You just like yeah. cannot fucking plan anything anymore. No, no. I mean, that's why we're recording on a Friday because originally UA wasn't going to be here. I didn't want to interrupt her romantic getaway. So we were like, let's do it earlier than as we're getting on this call. You're like, yep, we probably could have done Sunday because we're trying to yeah. see what's going on here. But originally I was supposed to go to Sonoma this week or for the mm-hmm. next two weeks. And I actually decided not to go just because I felt uncomfortable with like the group size and all all of that but yeah the whole group might not be going anymore there oh, either really? yeah the host basically said that it you know like the liability of having them up there when it's a fire oh, and then shit. also it's just super smoky so it's the whole point was to be like outside at a pool in nice weather it's kind of like defeats the whole purpose so i think they're trying to figure it out <laughs> i mean i wasn't gonna go anyway so it kind of doesn't matter to me but it uh, yeah this whole trip has been like one of those like ups and downs that just you can, it's really hard to plan i think this trip has been planned since july and i was going i was not going i was going and not going and like who knows if anyone's going now my friend was supposed to be in Guerneville this whole week. He planned it with his wife. They bought a bunch of rum and coke. Like this is their plan, you know, to drink rum and coke outside in Guerneville for a week. And they got there, I think Monday or Tuesday at 3 p.m., checked into their Airbnb, and they were evacuated by 8 p.m. <laughs> oh my God. But all these plans aside, like in this grand scheme of things, like it really almost doesn't matter. I think my heart really goes out for the people that were affected by these fires. Like I can't even imagine right now in the pandemic losing my place that I live also. So yeah, yeah, just want to put it in big picture too. But if you do end up staying here for your anniversary, I just did this from a team building activity. It was an Airbnb experience that was virtual. Uh Uh-huh. What did you guys do? It was actually super cool. It was a cooking class, Mm -hmm. but it was done with someone in Portugal. So she taught the class from Portugal. So it was a Portuguese cooking class, but it was super, such a great idea. And it was really fun and interactive. It's also one of those things, I think, for all the daters that are listening right now, it's a great date idea because I think Mm. you really get to see someone's personality when it comes to cooking. It was so funny just hearing the different personalities come through. Like some people are like, am I doing this right? I have a billion (laughs) questions. I've never cooked before in my life. And then there's other people like me that I'm just like, "Ah, I'll see what happens. We'll see how it turns out. It's just like you totally see people's personalities come through. So I think that could be an alternative. It can make you, you could go anywhere. It's kind of like the hinge dating experiment we did. You could travel anywhere through Airbnb experiences. Logistically, how does that work? You have to purchase all the ingredients ahead of time. Yeah. So you basically got a Zoom link. So what was really cool, though, is she set up a camera over her like pot that she was like sauteing in. Oh, like a close up. Yeah. So it was a yeah, exactly. So it was like her on one and then another camera that you could like see how she was prepping it more. So I thought that was really good. But yeah. 
yeah, you had to buy the ingredients. Like she picked something that didn't require a ton of ingredients, but I did get an Instacart order this morning. So I got all my ingredients sent to me. So that's so fun. Yeah. I, you know, we're living in the virtual world now and all these small businesses have to figure out a way to make it work. So that's really great. It really relates to our episode today because <laughs> it's all about this couple that met over TikTok of all apps. <laughs> Like, what the hell? Um, except on 90 Day Fiance, I believe one of the couples also met on TikTok. <laughs> what world are we living in? But they have this lovely love story. And it was originally posted in our Facebook group, right, Julie? Yep, yep. Someone posted in our Facebook group. And, you know, with TikTok, you only get a minute. So we didn't get the full story. So they were like, you need to have these people on your podcast and to hear from them. So I can't wait to air this. And we also have the results from last week's would you rather question which was in a relationship would you rather be the re oh no 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 that's not it <laughs> i'm getting <laughs> that them was all two mixed weeks up. ago <laughs> that was two weeks ago the question was would you rather date someone who has a history of dating people who are very different and diverse or who have a history of dating people who are very similar to you. So we'll go, get into that discussion. But before we get into this heated discussion, I know Julie has a lot to say about this. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Best Fiends. So what is Best Fiends? You've all heard me talk about it by now. But seriously, I can't get enough of it. This awesome mobile puzzle game is so much fun and so much more than your average mobile puzzle game. It's five star rated with over 100 million downloads, thousands of fun levels and tons Tons of super cute characters to collect. Can you guess which level I'm on, Julie? Uh, I was on 208 last time. I would say 300. Okay, I'm 315. So I surpassed your expectations. <laughs> I'm working my way up. They've created a whole world right on your phone. It's bright and colorful with great graphics. And there's a story all about these cute bug characters. I can't get enough of them. Best Fiends is seriously the perfect way to take a break, you know, between everything that's happening right now. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Say it together. Best Fiends. <laughs> I love it. I love that line. Friends without the R. <laughs> Before we go into the would you rather, I yeah. wanted to talk quickly. I know we won't like go a ton into politics on this podcast, but Ooh. it was the DNC. So really yes. big week. And I don't know, personally, I just feel like I have so many emotions about this election, but I feel so inspired by Kamala Harris. And it's mm -hmm. just and like Joe Biden, too. I was kind of on the edge on him before. I mean, I was still pro him over Trump for sure. But like, I feel like after this DNC, I don't know, I'm very excited about this. I feel like this is like a moment in history that is very going to be very monumental. And also, just like side note, Trump's response to the fires is absurd that oh we should gosh. be raking the leaves more. Are you fucking what kidding me? Planet? Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. What planet is he on? Because we're not living on the same planet. No, we're not. But this is such 
such a monumental election because the country is so divided. And I wanted to get your take on this because this has come up in our Facebook group before too. Is putting like no Trump supporters or something mm. like blatant in your profile, is this a yay or a nay? There were definitely people that said like, this is a must have. This is something I put on. Like if mm-hmm. someone is a Trump supporter and I'm not a Trump supporter, like I don't want anything to do with them. And then we had someone argue that, you know, this person was actually from Canada. So <laughs> maybe they're not <laughs> in the pulse as much as Americans, but they were basically saying like a dating coach would tell you to avoid topics like politics mm. and religion. And you should get to know the person because you could be missing out on someone really great. And I definitely see both sides of that. Like I see on one side, it's like a filter for similar values and beliefs. And I mm-hmm. think I feel like politics used to be more about like taxes and financial side, but now it is like social issues. So I think there is a lot there that really does tell you about who you're dating. But I do also see the other side, I guess it really just depends like how important this is to you. And I know like one of our members of the Facebook group who's a black woman mentioned like, I don't have like the liberty to, I need to be with someone that understands myself. Mm. Like I can't just see how it goes and take that time. Like I need to know right away if someone is going to support racism or not. And Mm -hmm. I totally get that. So I wanted your take. I feel like saying no anything is kind of setting yourself up to be just, there's a negative feeling about that, Mm -hmm. right? Like regardless if it's politics or anything else, but I also see the side of this is so core to who I am. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm very mixed on it. So I wanted to get your take on it. I st- it still reminds me of when we went to South by Southwest last year, and we went to all those talks about diversity and, and inclusion. <laughs> I almost said conclusion. No, diversity <laughs> and inclusion. And what we really learned was in order to diversify your perspective is that you have to have diverse perspectives in your life. And maybe that's it doesn't have have to be a partner or someone you're dating. But I feel like we just can't be each other's echo chamber all the time. I don't want to date someone who who is on board with everything I say, because I, I really want to know different perspectives. However, I agree with you, when you have a strong feeling, if you're like pro-Trump or anti-Trump, those are just very strong feelings. Mm-hmm. And that would already be a red flag to me is that this person ha- is pretty set in what how they feel. And maybe they're not open to discussion. So that's the only thing I would think of. It's just like, why be so regimented in how you feel? Hmm, I don't know if I fully agree because I'm definitely pretty anti-Trump, but I do think anytime you put no something, whatever that is, it's setting this negative tone. And I would rather, because you could also be eliminating someone that isn't a Trump supporter, but feels like there's a negative tone that's happening from your profile. Well, I was also going to say, yeah, that could happen. Or there, you're also eliminating people who are who may vote Trump, but aren't Trump supporters. There is a difference there. And I, I've heard from multiple people, they're kind of like political stands on why they would vote for Trump. And it's not for the person, not for him, but they're, they have the reasons. I mean, whatever, I'm not going to get into it. But I, I think just having that really strong feeling of like anti Trump or anti this, it's just it doesn't 
I don't know. It, it just doesn't sit well with me. Yeah, it's really hard because it's honestly, it's not even something I've ever thought about with dating because everyone in San Francisco is liberal, basically. Like you yeah. might encounter someone, but I feel like it's not even your go-to thing that you're filtering for. It would be something that like comes out later if that's the case. Yeah. And honestly, I just haven't given it that much thought. And I think like I am someone that definitely identifies as more like liberal or libertarian. So I think it would be if they were super conservative, it might be a turnoff, but I also maybe would like to see like on a case by case, depending on who the person was and what their beliefs were. I think it is hard to make the blanket statement, but I also do recognize that I'm a white woman also and that other people might have differing opinions of where they live and their race and all of that. So I would love to hear what our listeners think because I don't think Me there's too. a clear cut one on this. I think Me you can too. definitely argue it either way. <laughs> this is a tricky one, but I would also suggest, just a suggestion, instead of saying anti-Trump supporters, how about just list out all the ve- all the things that you're anti, anti-racism, anti-discrimination, anti-systemic racism. Like, I would rather see the values that you align with and what are non-negotiables versus like a person. Right. right. Or not even anti, like, can you say, like, pro? I'm pro-open-minded, yeah. like something. I think yeah. like it's that we are anti, but I think in the dating app context, anytime you can spin it to be positive, Who, yes. it'll be better. So, I think that's a very good point. So you have point. to remember, yeah. someone doesn't know you at all. They're just seeing words on a profile. So yeah. Anyways, I want to bring it up because it's very relevant with the timing of the election. And I think this stuff is only going to heat up in the next couple months. Like it's going to definitely, it'll be interesting to see if it becomes more and more prominent on dating apps. So I'd love for listeners to let us know, especially in other areas of the country, because realistically, I'm probably not going to see it on dating apps just because everyone here is so Democrat. Yeah, let's just encourage, I think we just encourage more conversations, especially from people with different perspectives. And I wouldn't even say opposing perspectives, just different. Just hear them out. Just have an open mind about it because these discussions are what's going to propel us to move forward. So that's, I mean, (laughs) that's my my summary of how I feel. Should we go to the would you rather? Let's do it. Let's do it. Refresh of the question was, would you rather be with someone with a history of dating people who are very different and diverse or who are very similar to you? So there are definitely different interpretations of what this question is. And it we talked about this a little bit. It's so contextual to what you've experienced that has been a conflict or adversity. So for some people, they put it in a race context. Mm -hmm. And some people, they put it in like a professional context. So we had a lot of really good discussions on Facebook. I'm glad we added it to our Facebook group because before it was just on the Instagram poll. So definitely still join and follow us at Datable Podcast on Instagram and do the poll. But you can also do it on Facebook in our group. UA is going to be posting it every week at the same time about as the Instagram poll. But I think what's great about Facebook is you get that discussion that comes with it. Like with the poll, like some people will message us, but it's not like a multiple way discussion. So I I don't want to, I'll let you reveal the answer, but I feel like it was a pretty majority on this one. Like there was. Yeah. What's your answer? My answer? Oh, this is so tough because I actually went back and forth on it and I actually ended up going with the similar 
And、mm-hmm. I think the reason why was that it didn't necessarily have to do with looks, like race and all of that. But at the same time, there I don't know, like my ex, like he would always be like, "You're like exactly my type," and there was something like really nice about that that I、mm. never questioned. If he was attracted to me, I never questioned if there was someone else out there that he'd be more attracted to. It just、mm. like it never even crossed my mind because he was so vocal about just like how beautiful I was and how much、mm-hmm. his type I was. The way I interpret it also is them knowing what they're looking for. Like、mm. I think if it's too diverse, it could mean that someone's unfocused. And again, it really depends on how you interpret this. Is it looks or is it just? Their whole package,、mm-hmm. and I think when I looked at it like the whole package, it's you know they know what qualities they want. Like for me, I know what I'm looking for. It's now I just need to find it, but I know what I'm looking for. Like I've dated enough people, <laughs> had enough relationships that I know what works for me and what doesn't work for me. So I think that's the benefit of. I don't know. It's a tough one because, like, someone could argue, like, maybe you don't know if you haven't experienced this person, and that that's very valid. But I think when you're too all over the place, it can be hard to know what you ever want. Like, I think of like your friend that you mentioned once in New York that was going on like all these dates that、yeah. literally by the end like had no idea what she was looking for anymore.、Mm-hmm. So. I think it's good to keep an open mind and not have like a singular focus type. But also, if you're not, you know, you if you have no direction, you're basically directionless.、Mm-hmm. So,、yeah. what would、and、you pick? Is, these are the good. <laughs> these are the conversations I think is what I love about the Would You Rather's because one, it's your knee jerk reaction to how you interpret the the question already says a lot about you. For me, when I first saw this question, I went immediately to race because.、Mm-hmm. I've definitely dated outside my race, and I've dated within my race. I went into the context of interracial dating, and I hate being <laughs> with someone who who's not Asian but has only dated Asian girls. Right. So that's when I picked different, diverse, because I rather them not have yellow fever. That's how I think about it. But if it was in the context of Asian and Asian dating. Then obviously race is sort of eliminated. It's not even a question. Then I would want them to date similar to me.、Mm-hmm. You know, someone like me, fun and you know, kind of wacky. Like that. <laughs> that shows me that they also are attracted to my kind of personality.、Right. But Julie, I thought this was really interesting when I looked at the people who voted, and I'll I will reveal the results. Don't worry. <laughs> When I looked at the results, and this is just such a small sample, but it's on Instagram and also on、um, Facebook, the majority of the people who picked similar to me were minority. Interesting. I would have guessed the other. And I asked a few, and this is very fascinating. So I asked a few people who are black. I asked a few few people who are Middle Eastern. I asked a few people who are Asian, and especially black women. And some of the Middle Eastern women have said to me, "It's because I want to make sure that we don't encounter any of the challenges with、mm-hmm. interracial dating. So I rather that someone else has paved the way with like maybe bring、yep. me to the family. Yeah, you don't want to be the first. You don't want to be the first. You don't first. want to be the one be... educating everything. No. Yeah. No, and I I found that super interesting, but it's really just how you interpret the question. But I will reveal the results, and Julie, you're right, you're not in the majority. <laughs> <laughs> the results are sixty two percent, sixty two percent who are very different than me, 
and 38% similar oh, to me. Oh, last time I looked at it, it was even skewed more. So it yeah. did even out a little. That's so fascinating because I actually would have guessed the opposite that it was like just from our interpretations, mm-hmm. I would have thought maybe if you were in a more of a minority, you would have guessed or done the, the different because you don't want to be like one of many, like you've mentioned. But the other, I mean, the the other argument is when you're involved in interracial dating, you also don't want to be the first either. Right. Because then there's that sampling the buffet effect. And you're like, uh-uh, I'm not here for you to sample. We had this conversation on our on our episode with Yalitza. Yep. Right. And she was like, I don't I don't want you to sample me. So I yeah, I it really goes this question is so contextual to the last time you experienced adversity or conflict or something mm-hmm. that was very very memorable. So I love it. I love it. So we're gonna be posting another would you rather this week you can look that up on our instagram or on facebook awesome so should we get into this week's episode because it's a good one yeah actually quickly before we do that i know i just said that we'll do it but i think just one last shout out for ratings and reviews on apple podcast it helps us so so much and really appreciate everyone that's done that so just wanted to do a really quick plug and now we can get into our episode. Well, no, not yet, because <laughs> because we want to reward people who have <laughs> who have been loyal listeners and who have been giving us ratings in Apple Podcasts because we have a special deal for you. Obviously, right now, it's a pretty hard time, and some of us are experiencing unprecedented feelings. So this episode is brought to you by our sponsor, BetterHelp, one of our longest-running sponsors. For me, I've... Julie, you know, I have anxiety issues. Sometimes I just can't even sleep. So it's really good to check in and just take hold of your mental health. So BetterHelp has ensured that I'm not alone in this. They offer online counseling with professional, credible, and compassionate therapists in a safe and private environment. Their counselors specialize in depression, relationships, trauma, and many other areas. And with 3,000 U.S. licensed professionals across all 50 states, they make it easier than ever to find help. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp, they're recruiting additional counselors in all the states. Now for Dateable listeners only, you get 10% off your first month with the code Dateable. Get started today by going to betterhelp.com slash Dateable. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash Dateable and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E for 10% off your first month. Now we can get to the episode. Yay. (laughs) No, this is such an exciting episode because I think it is the reason why people react so positively is because it's, you know, it actually kind of reminds me of our, the CNN article that we contributed to Mm -hmm. that was love in the time of Corona. And I think right now everyone needs to hear that good story, you know, like that fairy tale type of story, like the positive influence, because I feel like it's really easy to get down on all the ways that COVID-19 is not helping our dating lives, Mm -hmm. right? It's harder to meet people. It's you know, you have to go on these weird, awkward, socially distanced dates. Like there's so many negatives, but if we really reframe how we think about it, we can also find the positive. So I think hearing the story that we are about to share with you all, we're not going to give too much away about their story, but basically they just met on TikTok and now they're happily in a relationship. So I think just hearing stories like this, I know for me, it inspires me that really like you can get creative of where you meet people this day and age. 
And you never know who you'll meet and where you meet them. I mean, I think in general, people are going to get a lot more creative of where they meet people and apps that weren't necessarily traditionally dating apps, you know, like a TikTok, like who would have ever thought the dancing app for Gen Z would be a place where millennials could meet. (laughs) So I think stuff like that is going to start to come. And like, even like our Facebook group, it's not like necessarily a single scene by any means. It's for everyone and just platonic friendships to form. But if something comes out of that, and we've already seen something come out of that, like, that's fantastic. And I think people are going to find these other avenues. And it's gonna, we've been talking about it for so long, the dating apps are going to start to mimic real life more, even if they're digital. And I think that is really what's going to start to happen. Something we saw a few years ago that I'm surprised no dating app has implemented is uh, video profiles. Yeah. And I, I do think there's going to be a marriage of dating uh, dating apps and a TikTok kind yeah, of for functionality, sure. you know, for, for sure. people to create content and to show off their personality. <laughs> That'd be fun. Pictures just don't do it. Yeah. See, <laughs> but a few years ago when we saw this, we were like, no, this no one, one would nobody ever would do this. use this. Yeah. <laughs> but now we're like, yeah. That app that's was way ahead of their time, basically. Way ahead of, yeah, they need to resurface. <laughs> All right, let's get to this episode with Josiah and Natalie. In this time of social distancing, daters are getting really creative with how they meet others. And we've heard of virtual dating. We've The apps are seeing a lot of activity. And also just if you're with someone in the same city, you do like the social distance dates, like hikes and picnics. But how people are meeting is getting really fascinating. And our guests on today's episode met each other on TikTok. I never thought, <laughs> I, I feel like so cool just even saying TikTok because we were, I was literally on TikTok for a hot minute and now I know what TikTok is, but obviously it's like the cool thing to do for everybody these days, even though I think it takes a really long time to make TikTok videos, right, Julie? It's dedication. It's dedication to the TikTok. You guys have some good videos. It's kind of confusing <laughs> You know, first. I read a statistic that the average TikToker spends three to four hours per video. Oh my God. Video. That is not. Which are like 15 seconds, 30 seconds, 60 seconds. That that's insane. Yeah. Some of my most like popular ones, not even 10 minutes. I think my longest one was like an hour and a half. Which is still a really long time. Well, you got to hack your way around TikTok, but you guys hacked your way around love when it comes to oh, oh, yeah. meeting each other. <laughs> so we've got Josiah and Natalie here. Josiah is 30 years old. He lives in Sarasota, Florida, and has been there his whole life. And Natalie is 27 years old, originally from Miami, was living in LA for the last four years, and now she's back in Miami. And actually, no, right now she's in Sarasota as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah, but it's like going back and forth. <laughs> you two were mere strangers. And now you're now you're like quarantining together and in a monogamous relationship. So let's just start like, let's back up for a sec. Before you <laughs> met each other on TikTok, let's go with Natalie first. What was your dating life like? Um, I was I was dating. I mean, I had I've had like one serious relationship and that ended last year. And I did the whole online dating as well. Like I was on like two apps, but I didn't go on them as much. It was just more of like, oh, if I find someone, you know, maybe, you know, things will work out, whatever. But I didn't really click with anyone 
on the apps, which I'm glad I did. I didn't. Were you using them during quarantine? Like, were you using the apps yes. then? Okay. I started using them more. I feel like on quarantine because I was yeah, just like, like I mean, I feel like everyone. Was, yeah, I feel like everyone was just kind of like bored, and then just like, oh, might as well, you know. I did talk to a few people, but nothing came out of it. I had probably like one phone call, <laughs> one phone call date. <laughs> And that was it. So it was nothing, nothing really came from the, from the dating apps. I don't know if you call TikTok is dating app. It could be now. Josiah, what was your dating life like before meeting Natalie? Pretty similar. I was on the dating apps um, and I went on dates here and there. I mean, before the quarantine stuff happened, nothing ever like serious came from it. Again, when all this stuff happened, it was just like, kind of like waste, waste your time a little bit, but not really like, I don't know, just, it was something to do to like, talk to these other people and just figure out how they were dealing with it and all that stuff. Cause that's what everybody talked about. They were like, oh, <laughs> yeah, how's, how's it was. that was like the line. Um, how's your quarantine yeah. going? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah I, was, I actually got, I got like annoyed with that. So I like, I deleted it even before I met her just cause I was like kind of getting bored of. So Sarasota, I think there was an article that came out. That's like for single people. It's like not the, it's like one of the worst places to be as a single person, oh, yeah. a young single person. So there's like not a whole lot of options I felt like. Mm. So I would have to like put my reach out farther away, like St. Dean, Tampa. A lot of those people are they're not like interested in driving 45 minutes or whatever. So it was just like, it was, it was more difficult than I feel like bigger cities would be. Where is Sarasota? I have no idea where that is. So we're like, I didn't know either. <laughs> so we're like an hour south of Tampa. South of Tampa. Yeah. We're known for Siesta Key Beach. Um, there was an MTV show. We're known for our beaches. It is really nice. And what is the dating life like in, or I guess the dating scene like in Sarasota? Uh, Other than say, you saying it's bad. <laughs> yeah. Especially like being raised here. It's, I mean, it's not a small town, but it's smaller. And so I just felt like I knew pretty much, I know I knew most of the people. I will say mo- a lot of, there's some people moving here just because of the beaches and we're growing, we've been growing a lot the last few years. But overall, like for me, I don't know. It was just, I had, just, yeah, I had, I hadn't been in like a relationship for, it'd been a little bit just because, I mean, I've been on dates, but like nothing, nothing serious in like two years. So, um, so yeah. So what got you guys on TikTok? Like what got you there to begin with? Boredom, boredom, <laughs> and like, like wanting wanting an outlet to like be creative. Just because like yeah, I, there was nothing going on. I was supposed to start a job, like fell through and wasn't going to happen. So I did it just out of pure boredom and doing having something to like do with my my time. So <laughs> why well, not TikTok was before I downloaded it? I thought it was like a dancing app. Like, yeah, you guys were dancer to join it, and I'm like, I'm not a very good dancer, so <laughs> I did not even think of downloading it. And then and I would have like my uh, like the, my sister's friends be like, oh, you got to download it, Natalie, download it. And then when I saw that, like people were, were doing like really funny videos, I'm like, okay, this is pretty entertaining. Like I want to I want to download it, so I did, and I realized it's not all dancing. And I just started doing like stupid little funny videos, whatever. And then that's when I I saw his video. Yeah. Also, one of the first videos I did, like made, went semi-viral with like a million views or something. Wait, was that the French fry one? No. Oh, that was was a different one. So I had had posted one of a video that I made of me shooting my mom with a Nerf gun. I thought it was funny. funny. Wait, did you say shooting your mom with a Nerf gun? (laughs) Yeah. I was just like... Wow. Ways to go viral on TikTok. <laughs> Hurt your relatives and get their <laughs> reactions. Yeah, yeah. Sabotage your mother. But like she, she was nice about it too. She yeah, was like, she's, she's a saint. There's a special Seriously. place in heaven for her. 
I feel like TikTok is the most random thing. I, I mean, I definitely have gone through yeah. so many stages on it, but it's interesting because it's like you guys said over quarantine, it went from Gen Z to like millennials. There is like yeah. so yeah, many did. people yeah. in the yeah. like our so age bracket cool. using it now. Yeah. And all my, all my guy friends were like making fun of me so much. They're like, dude, cause like, I, I had downloaded it just for like, I didn't even post anything. I first downloaded it just to like be entertained. So for like the first like month or two, I was just like looking at it. And then I was like, I can do, I can do some of this stuff. This. <laughs> and so, yeah, and that's when I like started posting. And then I had a couple like go viral or whatever. And then my friends were still making fun of me. They were like, dude, you're what guys do. It's like, <laughs> you're funny. Yeah, yeah who's yeah, making but funny you now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it only took a nerf gun. Only took a nerf gun. And Natalie, what video did you see of Josiah's that really caught your eye? Um, well, you, you know, on the free page, it's just like random videos will, yeah. will come up. I, I guess based on things that they think you might like, or whatever. Um, I guess they were right. Wait, could you describe the French fry video for people that haven't seen it? Because yes. it is quite wait, funny. Okay. Wait, was that the one that caught your attention before we go into that? Yes, okay. it was. That's what the video that came up on my for you page that I was just scrolling through one day and I saw the video where he's like eating a fry in the car and then it drops in the middle of the sea and then it's like. I think also for anyone that's not on TikTok, that's like one of the trend songs of like when people are oh, yeah. leaving quarantine. It's like par- like kids mm-hmm. at their parents' house, and it's like I'll never see me again. So I think it's hilarious that you had it as the French fry. <laughs> Yeah. It was hilarious, and I'm like, that is so like I can so relate to that. Yeah, and that one, that one was one of the ones that took me like eight minutes to do. It was like so quick, and I I didn't think it was going to be that big, but it went. It was it was funny. So I, yeah. I went. That's what made me go to his page, and I was like, oh. The yeah. added touch is that you, for anyone that hasn't seen this, it's like you dropping the French fry in a car. It's like when you lose food in your car, but then you you put like eyes and a mouth like on it. or something yeah. on the fry. Like, yeah, it was, a, it was a Snapchat filter. It was just like the big eyes and the mouth. And it's just like the fry singing. Like, you'll never see me again. <laughs> I can I cannot wait for uh, my mom to listen to this episode, and it would just <laughs> she would be so lost. She would be like, I, yeah. French fries, nerf, like what yeah. is happening? What is I love this. We is what it takes to find love in 2020: French fries yeah. and nerf guts. Yeah, forget a matchmaker, French fries. <laughs> so you see this video, and you get on his profile or get on his page, and what are your thoughts? Um, I thought he was really handsome. <laughs> and I um I thought he was funny. He posted like a lot of funny videos and seemed like just like a cool, easygoing guy. I feel like I already knew you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I went to his Instagram and decided to push that follow button and Oh. Oh, you took it to another social site. I did. Oh, got it. You went from the TikTok to the IG, to the, the DM. Yes, I did. Okay, so I at this you. point, Natalie, though, are you like thinking of Josiah as like a romantic prospect? Or are you just like, this is a funny hot guy to follow? That's well, so good about my <laughs> Well, um, following him, I, I didn't know if something would come out of it. I was like, because he... I mean, he had like a little, he had like a little following. He had yeah. 60,000 followers. A little. I mean, like a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a little. Small Nothing. Well, that's a, yeah, on TikTok. On TikTok. Yeah. So I was just like, I don't know, like maybe, you know, he probably won't even see that I followed him or whatever, but, you know, he seems yeah. like a cool guy to follow anyway. 
<laughs> Florida, so Florida people. <laughs> yeah, because right away, this guy followed it back immediately and started kind of stalking my page. He <laughs> was did. he deep liking? Deep liking your oh, stuff? Oh, deep liking. Oh, my goodness. Okay, she, <laughs> she exaggerates the deep like. I did, because, so for me, I had some DMs, like more people were like coming to my Instagram just because I had a bunch of followers on TikTok. So I had people have been like, I had so many DMs. No, I didn't. <laughs> but people have been like following me. So like when I check my Instagram, sometimes I wouldn't even see how many people because right. it grew by like a thousand on my Instagram. And so I didn't even see all the people that were adding me. But this time that I happened to see it, I saw her little like little picture oh. on Instagram and I was like, oh, she's, she's really cute. <laughs> and then I went to her page and then I saw like some of the videos that she posted that I thought were like really funny, and some of them are like really like outrageous. And so I was like, oh, she's got like a sense of humor; she can laugh at herself. So I thought that was really cool. So then I followed her back, and that's when I did my semi deep deep. <laughs> What's a semi deep like? Was it like five years ago, or did you go like no, ten years? No, it was ago? like I feel like no. there could have been a five year. No, it was, <laughs> it was probably like it was probably like two. I would say three years at the max. For anyone that doesn't know what deep liking is, it's like when you go back and you like photos or videos from yes. years ago. And I don't know about yeah. you, Natalie, and maybe you woke up to this. I know this has happened to me and I know this has happened to you. And you wake up and there's like a hundred likes from the same person. <laughs> like, yes, yes, it happens. Like, I mean, I... I think I like three pictures. Okay, three is acceptable. Was, I was going to ask you how many. It wasn't, I don't think I it had was. A, it was a little more than that. I had an accidental deep like from... From my ex-boyfriend's wife Ooh. of a picture Ooh, I posted from ouch. five years ago. <laughs> it was accidental. Oh, yes. Yeah. Wait, she deep liked you or you deep liked? She deep liked a like photo it? of mine from five years ago. Oh, she yeah, was she didn't mean to. She definitely did not. Those mean are to. the worst because you know yeah. that someone's just stalking you. Oh yeah, oh, I've yeah. totally done that. On the other end, I've been the one to do it. <laughs> yes, I've done it too, and it's, I've accidentally liked a picture, and I'm like, that's it. <laughs> I actually did a test with people once to see like if you like it and then immediately not like it on Instagram, do you get an alert? So, do you? Right. So you it do. depends on your settings, is what we figured out. Yes. Like uh-huh. if you have like notifications then you get it but if you don't you don't get it and i think it was like a, there was a certain period if you did it fast enough you wouldn't get it <laughs> but anyways it's a, we always say on this podcast you can do the exact same thing and if someone thinks you're cute it's adorable and then if they don't yes. it's yeah. creepy so apparently yeah. in this yeah. case it was, it was cute. creepy at all it, i thought it was cute i was like okay so he's interested and i was like okay i don't like like two pictures you know <laughs> and so what is the per, this progression if you were to map this out on an infographic you went from tiktok <laughs> flowchart just eyeballing each other and then you went to Instagram, you follow. So that's the first sign that you like each other. And then you mm-hmm. do the deep liking. So that's like, okay, this is getting serious. Game on. Game <laughs> on. What is the next step? Is it commenting or is it DMing? Let's hold that thought for a second. We'll get right back to it. This episode is sponsored by Via. We all know there are things that can help set the mood in the bedroom, but did you know a little THC could also do that? Yes, Via has developed a unique blend of pleasure-enhancing cannabinoids, libido-strengthening herbs, and a low dose of THC all into one mind-blowing gummy called High Love. This gummy, wow, it will awaken your senses, increase blood flow, and intensify any sexual experience. I've been pleasantly surprised by the High Love gummies because it is just the right amount of 
THC for me to have a good time without feeling sleepy. And hey, if THC is not your thing, Via also offers a wide array of other gummies without it. And everything legally ships in 50 states with discreet packaging directly to your door. So if you're over 21, you can get 15% off and a free pack of award-winning Dreams THC plus CBN sleep gummies with our exclusive code DATEABLE at ViaHemp.com. That's V-I-I-A-H-E-M-P.com. Let the gummies work their magic. Head to ViaHemp.com and use the code DATEABLE to receive 15% off and one free sample of their sleepy dream gummies. That's ViaHemp.com and use the code D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E at checkout. Take your passion and pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Via Hemp. This episode is made possible by Armoire. Armoire makes getting dressed easy. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five-minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic, personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out. Listen, I live in Southern California. There is absolutely no need for puffer coats or any sort of those winter jackets. But when I travel anywhere else in the world in these cold months, I'm often burdened with the task of getting winter clothes. And now with Armoire, I can just rent my winter wardrobe. It's brilliant. Right now, our listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash datable. That is armoire.style, spelled A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash D-A-T-E-A-B-L-E to get up to 50% off your first First month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. We are so excited to share with you our new podcast, Exit Interview. Dates don't usually end with a satisfaction survey, and yet we rate everything in our lives from Uber drivers to local coffee shops. So why don't we do the same thing when dating? We're here to conduct the ultimate romance review, featuring daters hungry for love who have agreed to call up old flames to gather honest feedback. Welcome to Exit Interview. He upgraded himself to business class while I was in economy. <laughs> Wait, wow. What? There's feedback that will make you cringe. She could be a little bit hard-headed, like not reading the writing on the wall. And feedback that will make you swoon. But she said that she had feelings for you. I had no idea. Really? <laughs> and maybe you'll learn a thing or two yourself about how you can be a better dater, lover, or partner. Obviously, like, knew I was going to learn something. I didn't expect this. Welcome to Exit Interview. Listen to Exit Interview on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, it was DMing. I posted like a little story on my Instagram, and then she did like the, you know those ones that like auto-populate, that's like, a, it was like a crying laughing emoji. So she commented that, and I was like, okay. Since you deep liked. Oh, like, oh okay. Okay, so that was like a, a lazy comment, right? It wasn't yeah, like yeah. A- you, don't have to, you don't have to type <laughs> in anything. It's like there for you. Just click a button and a bunch of, <laughs> like, a bunch of no crying, crying, laughing emojis come up. Do you remember like the winks from Match.com days? It's like literally the modern day <laughs> yeah. wink. To they just definitely send the do not, Julie. <laughs> they <laughs> definitely <laughs> do not remember the Fine, <laughs> we do. We do because we're elder millennials. But keep going. <laughs> yeah. So Natalie's like, what is Match.com? <laughs> 
explain well, this to me. I can, I can imagine what it, what it is. I mean, before we even got on this call, they were talking about how they hadn't gone on Zoom that much because they were doing house party. I mean, this yeah. is like how far ahead they are. <laughs> okay, so they, just, they skipped the whole Zoom generation. Okay, so you did the the cry emoji. Yeah, and then maybe a couple <laughs> days later, she was like reading a book and I commented, it was so lame, but I was like, Oh, it was like a good book. I could like read some of it. So I like, read a little bit. That's a good book that you're reading. And then she commented, she was really nice about it. And then after that, it was just back and forth. Yeah. But at first, I didn't think that he was that interested because like he took, I don't know, I feel, I feel like you took like two days to respond. Like, yeah. like a whole day. I make it seem like it's so bad, but <laughs> it just like, he took like a while to respond to like my last text. And mm. I was just like, Mm, I don't know he's probably and a guy that I was kind of talking to uh, uh, on one of the apps had done that before like a few weeks ago and I was like oh another one of these mm. you know mm. so I well <laughs> yeah so and yeah from my, from my side well one thing was like she was living in California so I was like okay like what what can come mm. of this or whatever so I was like do I want to even like start this mm. so that was like mm. a thought Another thought was like, it was the day before my birthday. So like, I was like kind of busy and like I was getting, mm. I don't know. I just, I, I was doing stuff. It wasn't like I was just, yeah, not, just too busy. not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was another thing. Right after that happened, I was like, okay, I'm going to just go for it. And that's when we started talking a lot. So we messaged on Instagram for a few days, get to know you stuff. And I was like, when is he going to ask me on a FaceTime date? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. That would be the next step. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was just like, I'm kind of nervous. Yeah. But so before we go into that, Josiah, what made you like decide like, okay, I, I feel like maybe this isn't worth pursuing because she's in California deciding I'm going to go all in. Like, what was kind of your thought process? Um, Based on like just the conversation that we had, like she that was, conversation was so fun. Yeah, they were like really fun, engaging. Like I could tell that she was interested because sometimes when you're like talking to somebody, you can kind of tell that like I don't know they're talking to a bunch of other people or like they just don't care as much. Mm. And like I could tell that she was like into like finding out who I was and like about mm. me. So I was like, okay, she's like interested. So that was probably one of the things I was like, okay, well I'm gonna give this a shot because yeah, it was like we had fun conversation. It was easy to talk to her. Like it wasn't at any time where. We weren't talking about like something, even if it was like ridiculous. Because sometimes like, I'm texting, you know, it's like, yeah. hey, what's up? You know, yeah. Like, yeah. I hate you're those. Like, yeah. yeah. I hate those. You're just like, ew, I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> like, funny story. We're still in the, the DMing and on Instagram. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to leave her my number so she can like text me if she, if she wants to. Yeah. So I put my number down and it was like my neighbor number. It was actually one digit off. <gasps> and... so the wrong number. That's my yeah. biggest what? fear is ever doing <laughs> yeah. that. Well, so, we had kind of been going back and forth like pretty quick and I sent that and then I wasn't getting a message on my on my text so I was like okay maybe he's busy or something and then I went and you can like see if they've read it or not and it said seen so I was like oh here we, like, here we go I was, I was oh. like I know I knew but I was helping my sister my sister has five kids okay so I was helping her out yeah and like, I think I was probably doing dishes and I just like looked at it with my elbow and then I was like, okay, I'll get back. Yeah. And so then I put my real number and I was like, oh, sorry about that. Um, so I put my real number down and then a little bit goes by and I don't get a, I don't get a, like a text. I saw it again and I was like, okay, this is over. And he's like, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. And then I, and then I messaged again a little bit later and I was like, oh, if you like don't want to text, like we can just keep talking right here. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Wait, so Natalie, did you ever reach out on the fake number or you just were busy and no, didn't reach out? No, okay. I, I made a joke that I did and I was like, 
oh, you know, I'm already talking to the other guy. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, that's, that, was, that, was, that was her first. Thanks for the setup. Phil's yeah. really nice. <laughs> that was her first text to me. It was like, oh, I yeah, hope I, hope, I hope this is not another random guy because that last guy was like, <laughs> yeah. So, so it, it, it was cute, but yeah. A rando from TikTok. So that, yeah. That was, okay, so that now was this funny. is getting really serious. You've exchanged numbers. You're texting on real phones for now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> real numbers. Yeah. yeah, real numbers. I love our definition of really serious. I just yeah. want to point yeah. that out. <laughs> I know. Like, now we're texting yeah, back I was... and forth. How long did this go on for before you met up in person? Or I guess, no, I guess you do the videos. Yeah, face, yeah before yeah. the face. So we probably talked maybe a week on text, texting. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and like we would text like all day. Like those like big paragraphs about like yeah it was, just it was like, yeah and again it was it was super easy to like talk and I was like really excited to talk to her it was good that it was busy because I wasn't busy at all <laughs> but she was like busy helping her helping her sister and so like we would send a like really long paragraph and like when she saw it she would like respond or had time she would respond so it wasn't like back and forth like real quick it was like we would probably do that once or twice a day yeah we texted all day but it was yeah like, but it wasn't like right after yeah. Natalie, like, what made this something that you were like, okay, this is worth pursuing despite the distance? Like, did you ever have that hesitation? I thought it was just different. I mean, I've talked to guys and then it's just like, you have those boring text conversations. It's like, hey, what's up? Or like, you know, how was your day? Which isn't bad to say, how was your day? But it's like, I don't know, just, but this was different. We would talk about just, I don't know, just different things that we were both interested in. And, and I found that he was really funny. Like, it, like his, te- his text actually made me laugh. And I was just mm. like, oh, I, you know, I really, this guy is fun and he's easy to talk to. And I actually like look forward to talking to him and his text, mm. you know. So when's a FaceTime date? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like dropping all these hints. Like, yeah, she, she did, I think. I think I'm, I did drop like one little slow. hint mover yeah uh so yeah eventually i started a facetime date time difference so like florida to california is like three hours so she was usually busy during the day so it was like 10 30 uh my time it was like 7 30 her time i was like trying to think of something cute to do or like something that would kind of like break the ice a little bit so i wore like a, a suit on the, my top half Cause like I had these like bouquet of flowers and I wore like a legit like oh, That's suit. adorable. It was so cute. Yeah. And I was that's like, so adorable. I was like trying to find something to like, I'm going to be funny. Then I was going to, and I like stood up and you could see, she see that I was like wearing shorts. Cause <laughs> your FaceTime, you, you, you only see like half of it. It was so And I'm over here like, Oh, I don't want to dress up too much. Cause I don't want to look like I'm trying to do it. <laughs> but, but and then you ended like, up being underdressed. <laughs> I ended up being underdressed. I was just like, wearing, like, you know, like a, casual like you know tank top whatever yeah and he's over here with flowers of players i'm like oh (laughs) so how many dates did you guys do like this before you decided to (laughs) fly across the country to meet yeah well it was a lot so we had had, yeah we had that facetime day and then the next day we like watched them together but like we started the same movie at the same time and then we like were texting about the movie um so that was the second date we had and the third date we had so like oh, oh so back up the first day i went to like three in the morning my time oh wow so it was like it was like four hours it was yeah. like great um and then yeah then the movie day like i got so little sleep but it was okay because it, <laughs> it wasn't a lot going on for me but like we would talk at least like two to three hours on facetime every day for wow. like not maybe not every day but out, of, out of the day. 30 days we might have skipped like two days yeah. in, in a month wow so it was like we talked a lot and like 
So we talked a lot on FaceTime and then during the day. Texting. Yeah, texting. And I, I wanted to like kind of learn about before meeting me. So we would have these like adventure like stories where we just like send pictures of like vacations that we have with our family mm. and just like all these stories about some of like our favorite times. And so I thought that was like really cool just like to get to know like who she was before. We did that like texting kind of during the day and then at FaceTime we would just kind of talk about everything. Can I ask you my favorite question? Was there any <laughs> virtual sex or sexy no, time thrown no, in or was it totally PG? <laughs> Yeah. And what, so we always get this question, when you do lots of virtual dates, it gets, uh, it gets boring or that it gets a little redundant sometimes. How are you two able to do so many FaceTime dates and not have it? Um, I don't know. I mean, some, like some of the times we were like, we said we went on house party. Is that what it's called? Yeah. And so we would like play games yeah. on there. We just we talked did about the question games, you know, like yeah. to know each other and like. Mm. It also sounds like you guys just jived well. So if you like really enjoy talking to someone, it's not that boring. <laughs> yeah, I looked forward to talking to her like every like every day because like it was late for me. So every day I had a little light that I would like flicker on. Like, was <laughs> and I'm about, like, you was don't want to hear my story. Was about to, <laughs> I was about to pass out just because like we were, like I was like <laughs> usually in my in, in my rooms like talking after like two in the morning I was like okay I'm <laughs> like my body's like shutting down uh but yeah it was it, like I never thought it was like difficult to have a conversation or anything it was fun yeah yeah it was I just easy about it I was gonna ask you like what made you decide it's time to take this to the next level I was like all in I was like this is awesome <laughs> I was like hinted a couple times that I would like go out there but like I, I also was like knew about like California and the pandemic and everything so I didn't want to like and everything was shut down where I was at yeah so I was like trying to get her to like come back mm. here or like mm -hmm. I don't know I didn't really care what I had to do but I just wanted to like see her to see if it was like the same in real life mm. uh, so she said she was gonna fly down to Miami well and... first the box the box I'm a big I'm do a tell big yes, I love it he asked me one day, like, what are my favorite snacks? What's my favorite wine? What's my favorite? Yeah, and our conversation, just like what we were talking about, like our favorite stuff. And I'm thinking, oh, he's just going to, you know, maybe if I go down to Sarasota or something, he'll plan like a little date or something with all my favorite things. And then I go to get mail with my sister. Aww. She's like, come get the mail with me. And she pulls up this box and I and I didn't even think anything of it but she's just like trying to make it so obvious like oh a box for Natalie <laughs> the week before was my birthday and I'm like what did my mom send me a box or something like what you know what's happening whatever she was like Natalie look at the address and I'm like oh my goodness cannot <laughs> be Josiah I'm like no way yeah. So I Aww. ran inside, <laughs> I opened the box, and he had, like, all these cute little things that, oh. you know, my favorite chips, my favorite wine, the sweatshirt he changed into when, on our first day, a little no, and chocolate. chocolate. Oh, that is so sweet. I told sweet. him I like it. Seven. You. I was like, my I like 60% dark chocolate. <laughs> Because um, he's like, what's your favorite dark chocolate? And then since I couldn't make up my mind, you just sent me both of the dark chocolates. Like 60, 70%. Yeah. Wait, how did you get her address in the first place? I mean, I had told my family about her, but I didn't know exactly like if she was. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I'm one of seven kids. We're all like really close. Like they know pretty much everything. <laughs> Not everything, but mostly. <laughs> and so I had 
there's a few times where I was going to me- message her sister because we were friends on Facebook mm. and I, you can like see who the family, the family members are. Yeah. Oh, I see. Oh, I'm, I've sneaky. got like the online stalking. Of the un- unpaid private investigators. <laughs> um, so there was a few times I was going to message her and I was like, let me wait a little bit more till I, I'm like, I, I was like more certain that she had talked to her sister about me. So when I waited for a little bit after that, I messaged her sister on Facebook and I was like, hey, this might sound really weird. Um, but I've been talking to your sister for the last few weeks and I was like hoping to send her like a little package of some of her favorite things. Is there any way I could get your address Aww. to like send it to her? And she was like, duh. <laughs> yeah. She was like, oh, Are she, you kidding? she would love that. But like, I don't know. It's like, it's a, it's a bold move. It could go either way. Risky, they could be though. like, I'll and leave I, my and, sister and I was, like, alone. trying to be aware of <laughs> that. That's bold. Because yeah. you yeah. can either get oh, a no. box of chocolates <laughs> or a box of fingers or, like, toes or something. I don't know. Yeah. So at this point, you, you're feeling good, Natalie. So I, I'm still I'm oh, still yeah. dying to know about, like, that turning point of meeting in real life. Like, how did you guys come to decide this is time to do it? Well, she was going to come, like, fly here. I'm always up for, like, adventure. I love road trips. Another thing was that she wouldn't have a car because her car was going to be in California. I mean, I wanted to do it anyway, but also logistics. I was like, we should just drive your car back. And so that's kind of what, that's how I pitched it. I was like, you need drive your car we back. need to get your car back here. Yeah. So I was like, what if I fly out? And then we just like road trip across America. I didn't, I, I told him, I was like, I wish that I was driving distance. I didn't even throw that out there for him to talk, like see if he wanted a road trip. I just really was like saying, cause yeah. I was going to fly, but I was like, oh, I wish I was close enough to drive. Mm. It would be so much, you know, so yeah. much better and nicer that it'd be close enough to do that yeah but that's when you threw out the you want a road trip yeah <laughs> that's another bold move so you going back did that have to do with this situation or were you just wanting to go back in general this definitely had a lot <laughs> to do with it too because also <laughs> i'll just be honest there there was nothing going on right yeah, yeah. everything was closed. Everything's closed everything was closed so i was just like i mean i'd rather be home and also it's close to where he's at so it's like right. this be this would be a good opportunity to get to know each other and see each other in person with the news and everything i just figured things were not gonna get any better unfortunately any better anytime soon so i was like okay might as well if i'm gonna do this do it now yeah another thought that was going through my head was i had dated someone long distance before i'd go there she'd come here it felt like a vacation kind of where we were always doing like the fun exciting things and then the more we hung out like it just didn't work and so I was like, well, mm-hmm. on a road trip, like you, you'll get to see like everything. It's not mm-hmm. just like, especially on trip travel, the good, bad, and <laughs> yeah. ugly. Yes. Yeah, and I was like, and I didn't want to like waste my time. I didn't want to waste her time. So I was like, well, no more one way or the other. I was game the whole time, and I was because like she was kind of unsure. Oh, she said she like wanted to think about the road trip. I kind of made it sound like that, but in my head, I was like, <laughs> she, <laughs> just cool. yeah, like, she just played it cool. She just played it cool. I love it. I was like, uh, like I don't know. I mean, that's like a drive. <laughs> yeah. keep him on his toes no, a little <laughs> yeah 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 and you also had to plan so once you fly over to la you would have to spend the night mm-hmm. before yeah. you take your road trip back right and did you guys discuss that i mean that's well kind of i mean at my too. sister's house yes yeah, so we stayed like a day and a half at her sister's house before we we left we had like a day date which is really nice in mm-hmm. in la like malibu we had in and out on the beach on El Matador Beach, which was awesome. 
Uh, so we did that during um, the day. That's all great, but where did you sleep? <laughs> <laughs> we slept in separate, we slept in separate beds. Oh, wow. Look at that. <laughs> what was your reaction to, like, when you guys saw each other? Was it the same of what you've been seeing on FaceTime, or was there anything different? No, I thought it was, I thought it was the same. Yeah. It was oh, just like... Okay. Yeah, I, was, I, I know, wasn't nervous just... the whole time until I got landed, and she was, like, five minutes away from the airport. That's when I was like... Oh, yeah. <laughs> the moment of truth. Just, yeah, just more nervous about, like, what am I first going to say to you? Because we like, talked about like the past and we talked so like much during this time. I was like, I felt like I knew her for a really long time. So I wasn't as nervous about that, but I was just like, what is that like first reaction or whatever going to be? And so that was like, the only part I was nervous about. So when I landed, I went to the airport bathroom and I like <laughs> put deodorant on, I brushed my oh, teeth. Yeah. I like did all that. I brought, a, I had bought a bouquet of flowers before I left and I you brought that. You did. Oh, you're so romantic. I love it. You brought it on the plane? He brought yeah. it on the plane. Oh, yeah. and rewind. He called my parents before. Oh, yeah. He called my parents like the night before, right? That you left? She gave me her mom's number as like a joke. I don't remember why. I don't remember why either. Oh, because oh, because her mom as is like a, joke. a very well, as like a very pretty woman. Oh yeah, yeah. And so I joked like Mother's Day had and I was like, Oh, send me your mom's number so I could like say, <laughs> out. say happy Mother's Day like a joke and so she actually like, gave it to me as a joke that number and i didn't actually know if it was her number or not i just thought she maybe put in like a random number so i called it and i went to voicemail and it was but i could hear it was like her mom's last name so i was like oh it's actually her and so i left him i left a message saying hey i've been talking to your daughter because like, oh my god after the package i knew that she had been talking to her parents about me i think one thing that's is very interesting about your story when i saw your tiktok videos is how much you involved your family like to me that is mm-hmm. like something i'm not doing until like i am ready to get married to someone yeah. i know everyone views it different though so i'm curious yeah. like is this something that you guys just do because of your relationships with your family that you've done with other people too or is it something about each other that you're like they need to meet my parents my sister etc i mean i've always been close with my family they're really cool and they're all i mean he's met them they're awesome people and like they're easy to talk to and like especially my mom like i could just you know talk to her about anything and um so she's like a friend (laughs) yeah but and for you, I guess. Yeah, for me, like growing up, my parents always pushed like group dating and like don't date until like you're older or whatever. So we never, I don't know, whenever we did something, it wasn't with all the other girls that I dated, they met my family like pretty quick. Okay. And especially because we're a big family, it's probably like really intimidating. It's a like big part of like who I am in my life. So it was like, it wasn't like, oh, you're meeting the parents and this is like marriage. Like whenever yeah. I bring Got friends it. over. Like- Got it. So both of you are kind of on the same wavelength about just this is something yeah. you do in yeah. general. And it's not, neither one of you mm-hmm. were like freaked out about it. It was just part of the course. Yeah. So you spend a day and a half at the sister's <laughs> house. And obviously things go well there because you decide to go on this road trip together back. On this road trip, let's go over three things. What you loved, like one really great memory. And then maybe one not so great memory. <laughs> And then a really surprising thing you found out about each other. So let's start with Josiah with your favorite memory from the trip. Um, I mean, we watched the sunrise at the Grand Canyon. Like, that was phenomenal. That's where we had our first kiss. Ooh. So yeah, that for me, that was like, that was really nice. <laughs> oh, can I say the same thing? Ditto, ditto. <laughs> and maybe one not so great memory. It doesn't have to be a negative memory. Just yeah. w- you wish this didn't happen. Um... <laughs> Let's go with Natalie first. Um, 
in. <laughs> oh my god! What? She I just said think, one I, word, and I you already knew. I can think of it. I can think of it now. Yeah. Okay. So Wait. Wait. It's the first night that we're staying like not with family, and so it was like a little outside the Grand Canyon. I didn't see the place or anything or anything yet, and um, I still wasn't sure. Like, is he a serial killer? <laughs> <laughs> but we go and like we suddenly I we're like on a road where there's like no lights, and then he turns on this dirt road that we went on for a while and there were no lights it was like was it a road i'm not sure and this is when i was like um is this where you kill me <laughs> like, was this like you know it was just so i mean i it's probably the reality of this situation catching up to you too yeah <laughs> yeah so i was just like wait maybe i really don't know this guy yeah. one thing surprising you found out about each other mm, i don't know if there was surprising because I felt like I already knew you. What about like, let's go over the day-to-day stuff. What about like budgeting or finding food, yeah. planning, um, yeah. bathroom behaviors? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, those well, are like the daily shit yeah. you have to go through. Yeah. yeah. We didn't even talk about that stuff before. We didn't even really plan the trip. <laughs> yeah. And, but we just it was, winged it. Yeah. But it was awesome because it was like so easy and like most of the, all of the food we pretty much ate, we kind of like went to a grocery store and then we got like groceries. We had a bag and we pretty much like picked or like would just snack on the drive because we were driving like 10 hours a day so it was like it was such a cheap trip yeah it was we yeah we hardly spent any money like gas she has like a Honda Civic, so gas was like reasonable. I worked for Ritz Carlton here in Sarasota, so I got like hotel discounts. So we had like cheap. Oh, nice! Yeah, we had cheap stays, nice. and like uh, we didn't. We went. We went out to eat like, Maybe like once or twice. So you guys were kind of on the same page about just like your like you realize your lifestyles meshed. Yeah, and that's what that's, I mean. Wow. That's one of the things we talked about before when we talked about like finances, and we both didn't have any debt coming out of college, and like just. I know we there's stuff wow, we talked you about. You went there. Yeah, that's really great. <laughs> yeah, I told you I'm not, I don't mess around. I'm just like let's... I love it. You guys are just like going all in. So I guess just with yeah. all this, and now you've met each other's family. You're kind of like settling into daily life now back in Florida. Is there anything that you would have done differently, or would you have done it all the same? I wouldn't have changed a thing. I was like so glad I even said yes to that trip because it was. I mean, even if it went horrible, which I didn't think it was going to, but you always have that thought in the back of your mind, like, oh, what if this doesn't go the way that, you know, Mm -hmm. we expected it to? And it did. And I'm so glad that I did it. And yeah, it's just been like really fun and an adventure for sure. Yeah. And how many days into the trip, Josiah, did you ask Natalie to be your girlfriend? I remember seeing that in your video. Yeah, it was pretty quick. So um, it was like the third day oh, yeah, wow. third, in the video and i didn't plan on doing it but like we were in the, at the grand canyon we like had our first kiss and then we were just like taking pictures on the self timer and i like pretended that i was like, gonna get down on one knee to repose as like a joke yeah yeah a little intense i knew he was joking i yeah. was like but I'm not asking me to marry yeah, him right yeah. now. But that's, I got down on my knee and I was like, maybe my girl. So cute. So I feel like so. this whole thing has just been such an amazing love story. I mean, I think my biggest takeaways, I'll kick us off, but I think.
think it's taking a chance and looking in the most unexpected places. I think yes. yeah. especially during quarantine and COVID, like everyone has felt like opportunities have been taken away from them. And the only yeah. options are the dating apps. But we've seen it too outside of even TikTok. But like we've seen people, we have a pretty active Facebook group that we have like happy hours and other virtual activities. And people are making like legit friends. And we've even seen some couples come out of it. So I think it's all yeah. about, awesome. yeah, it's all about creativity and using this time to think outside the box, think outside of how you usually meet people. And I know like before COVID, we've heard of people complaining that it's hard to meet in real life and everything is digital, but they have trouble with the app. So maybe it is looking for these alternative digital situations. I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many events going yeah. on right now. So I think that's my biggest takeaway is just to stay open to the possibilities and to really look at what's out there. He's saying yes. Yeah, say yes. And like for me, because like I had done these things where it didn't work out and like that's okay. Yeah. Um, But like, yeah, I'm all, I'm all like go for it because eventually like it's going to work out and it's going to be awesome. But yeah, I've definitely had times where it it didn't work out and it it sucks for a little bit, but then you get back on it, you go for it again. And so I would say go, go risk it and go do you got to do, but nothing to lose, right? Yeah. (laughs) Nothing to lose. Yeah. It's a great memory you've created. Who knows? Know, like, we can't sure. predict what happens in the future, but this is such an awesome story mm-hmm. that you're putting out there and it's memorialized on TikTok forever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. TikTok is now so just there. like my diary. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what my life is like. My biggest takeaway is I think we've just gotten a lot of people who are a little fatigued from all the virtual dating thus far, but you two did 30 days of FaceTiming and house party and it never got old because I think when two people have chemistry Mm -hmm. and when two people are so open-minded going with the flow, it doesn't get boring. And I love that you two have found ways to keep it fun, like you showing up with a suit on a first date <laughs> and doing the care package and yeah, also just fun. you gotta have fun yes and then asking the right questions sharing stories mm-hmm. of previous adventures i think yeah. there are always so many levels you can learn about someone from virtual dating and if you're getting to a point where you're stuck with someone and you don't know how to take it to the next level either you just have to like try and find those prompts to get there or it's just not really working out like there's no need to hold on to that because it seems like for you two you never really had to try that hard and i think we were both intentional about like getting to know each other so like i like i knew like what i wanted to ask her and like find out about her and and vice versa like being intentional about like what you're trying to figure out and the questions that you want to ask and stuff. Absolutely. What advice, so parting words of advice from both of you to anybody who's trying to date during this time? Well, well there's a lot of safety concerns, health concerns. I'm sure families are concerned as well. So what would be, what would be some advice for you to give to them, all the daters during this time? Well, be safe and take a chance. You never know be what's going to happen. Take a chance. <laughs> yeah. You never I mean, know. yeah. You never know what can come from, you know, like, I don't know, just even me following him on Instagram. Yeah. If I hadn't done that, would we be here? <laughs> yeah. You know? True. So, yeah. I don't know. 
Yeah, I mean, the other, I think the other takeaway, it's like this fail fast mentality. Like, I've been saying this a bunch that people are just really kind of diving into relationships now and we're not doing the date talk or, you know, that small talk that would happen. Yeah. And we're going to these deeper discussions. I love how you guys went through like, <laughs> your whole um, past and the photos and all of that. It's just such a good way to really get to see if you guys are compatible quickly. This, it's kind of like this fail fast mentality. We see this with startups too. It's, you know, we're going to go all in and if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And if it does, amazing. Like, let's find out quicker. <laughs> and you guys have said it so many times, like there was nothing to lose. Like, yeah. I know there was some initial hesitations. Is it worth my time? But especially right now, we all we have is time. So it's, I think in the past too, it's this, we were playing this whole thing of relationship chicken, which really was getting us nowhere. Like people were kind of half in, half out. And let's just go in and either make mm -hmm. it work or fail fast and move yeah. on. What's the worst that can happen is that it just doesn't go into anything. And don't settle. I mean, if you're in a, in a yes. relationship and you're with someone that you're like, oh, I don't you know, like, and you're just trying to pass time with them, move on, <clears throat> you know, move on. There's someone else up there. There's more people out there. I know times are tough right now, but yeah. Well, I was just going to say, there's been a lot of like women who have like reached out to me, just like thanking me for like the way I've, I've been treating her and like Aww. going to like pursue her. And it's kind of sad that today's society, I don't know, just like the guys to like pursue. I mean, I think girls can pursue guys too, but like in general, if a guy's like not treating you mm -hmm. well, drop the loser and go because there's good yeah. guys out there that will treat you the way you deserve to be treated. Amen. Romance is not dead. <laughs> I don't, I don't yeah. even think it's about you pursuing Natalie. It's about you being so careful and yes. considerate. I mean, calling her family and I letting know. them know that you're doing this, it's a big deal. You like thought of all the different ways that you can make her feel comfortable and safe, except for the Airbnb. <laughs> you, know, you get, you yeah. get one mistake. Yeah, yeah. That but that's really important. It's not about, in this day and age, there's no pursuing. Like girl can pursue, a guy can pursue, yeah. but yeah. you have to be so considerate of each mm -hmm. other and like mm -hmm. really really be thoughtful about that. So one last yeah. question is, what now? What's what's next for both of you? Right now, I mean, we're obviously together, boyfriend, girlfriend, and we're just like, I mean, like everyone, we don't know really what the future holds with all mm -hmm. this stuff going on. But for now, we're just going back and forth, spending time with each other yeah, and each other's family. Yeah, still getting to know and like learning things about, I mean, it, has, it hasn't been utopia. I don't want to give everybody that impression. <laughs> We've had like discussions and we actually haven't like a big fight, but we've had like discussions and, and different things that that's standard. You just though. see differently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I just didn't want everyone because everyone's like, oh, it's like a fairy tale. And it's like it's been awesome, but it's not like Yeah. It's real. It's not like what? I'm just kidding. No. Well, especially <laughs> yeah, now you're yeah. getting into the real stage, right? So Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm excited of what's next and we keep uh, growing together and we're i'm been enjoying just like the process of everything because people have been reaching out and just like so interested in our story so i'm just like i don't know we've just been enjoying all the little things we've gotten to do and yeah it's been great love it well you two are definitely um i don't know this really nice gust of yes. optimism that we really <laughs> love in the time of time. <laughs> And you know what? Now is a better time than ever to find love. This is yeah. this is yes. a great time to do it because it's very intentional. You have to mm -hmm. ask all the necessary questions before meeting up. Mm -hmm. So people shouldn't be scared by what is happening right, right. now to, yeah. to try to find someone. Um, so it, we're, we'll link to you, all your social sites on in our show notes if people want to stalk you and deep like some of your photos. <laughs> and <videos. laughs> Sounds great. And where can they find you? It's Josiah Miller on both uh, TikTok and Instagram. 
Maya's just Natalie Otano. <laughs> yeah, and we're gonna try to start a YouTube because uh, people are like asking about like our our journey. So uh, we're gonna just try to document as much as we can and. You like, totally <laughs> should. I love your videos. And I think yeah, anyone that wants to see like this go down in action, you do a really great job of showing at the airport and everything that's happening. Yeah. So love it. Thank you so much. Keep us updated yeah. on everything that's happening. Good For luck sure. with everything. And Thank just you. keep the positivity alive because we need it. We yeah. really, really do need it. <laughs> no, I was going to say, we just had so many requests in our mm -hmm. Facebook group about this. So I'm really glad that oh, we were able awesome. to chat with yeah. you. Yeah. So People need it right now. They need yeah. a good story to yes. show it's possible. <laughs> yeah, you've been it. very inspirational for a lot of people who are just a little bit afraid to step outside the box and see what's out mm. there. Here we go. We're going to wrap up. Stay, Stay dateable. <laughs> Dateable Podcast is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcast. Want to continue the conversation? First, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter with the handle at Dateable Podcast. Tag us in any post with the hashtag stay dateable and trust us, we look at all those posts. Then head over to our website, datablepodcast.com. There you'll find all the episodes as well as articles, videos, and our coaching service with vetted industry experts. You can also find our premium Y series where we dissect, analyze, and offer solutions to some of the most common dating conundrums. We're also downloadable for free on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Overcast, Stitcher Radio, and other podcast platforms. Your feedback is valuable to us, so don't forget to leave us a review. And most importantly, remember to stay dateable. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving. Plus, high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from Hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H-E-R-O dot C-O.